All right, welcome to another edition of the Nets Insider Podcast. My name is Randy Zelia, as always, with Rick Lachlan from the Nets Insider. I'm from BackSportsPage.com, and we have a special guest. Rick, would you like to welcome in our special guest? Sure. It is Jack Settleman, and it is uh, back. Now, what is your outlet again? Snapback Sports. <laughs> Snapback. I have Backpage back Sports. I have Snapback Sports. I don't want to. Okay, so. Um, tough. Yeah. That's why I let Rick do the introduction because yeah, thanks for throwing I, me I, in I'm into the fire there, Randy. <laughs> All right. So obviously, after tomorrow, we might have to redo the opening video, especially since the amount of James Harden is in there. Um, Jack, I, I told you before. I jokingly told you before we started that I was going to beat you up a little bit, <laughs> uh, but and, and I'm saying it half tongue in cheek, half like serious. Everything that we're hearing right now about James Harden is that there's no negotiations or they want to keep him. Yes. He wants to become a free agent. He wants to opt out, but he will test free agency, but he, he, his heart is in Brooklyn. It's where he wants to be. But you guys have said something else. And for the fact that you guys have broken some other stories in the past, like Kyrie Irving playing on January 5th, you guys seem to have some, um, some mojo going, some 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 step pep in your step as far as your sources and what you guys are able to do. So, what are you guys hearing? And before I rip you apart about what you're hearing, whether it's <laughs> true or not, what are you hearing right now? So, I want to clarify because I'm hearing exactly what you just said at the top, and this is the problem when you're dealing with a trade with a Philly market and the Philly fans. And I said they kept him out for intentions, right? They kept him out because there is no playing one game before the deadline, somewhat injured potentially, right? Could only ruin it, right? One win was not going to turn the next season. So that's the reason for doing that because they are in a leverage battle. But if people actually read through the thread, Brooklyn absolutely wants to keep James Harden on the team. That is their best bet to winning a championship. They know that they believe that and so that's why they have the leverage in the situation. And that's why I said it's going to go down to the deadline if anything happens. Philly Sports Radio then ran with it and said, wow, he must be getting traded. That's not the case at all. That's not what I'm hearing. I do. I mean, Maury's made an offer. There are conversations. But the Nets' goal is to make it through tomorrow with James Harden on the roster. And Jack, Randy and I have sat in so many press conferences, whether it's general managers, coaches, players, at leverage battles in the offseason, in season. Um, so, you know, I appreciate you clarifying that because Randy and I, you know, kind of reading the tea leaves, understanding, trying to figure out what changed between the summer when James Harden said, look, I want to be here long term. I've never been a free agent. I'd like to at least have that experience, I mm -hmm. guess. And he's in the market, from what I understand, of hiring an agent, which he does not currently have, um, and exploring his options. But he stands to make the most money by, if not, of course, opting out, not resigning with the Nets, and then ultimately, you know, um, resigning with them after, you know, free agency, so to speak. So for me, I, I don't know what exactly has changed since this summer, other than the fact that Harden. And he won't even admit this. You can tell just from his play ever since that injury in game one in the opening minute against the Milwaukee Bucks when he had that grain two, grade two hamstring strain. He hasn't looked like the same player. I mean, he's been struggling mm -hmm. through that injury all season long. I mean, when he scored four points against the Kings going back now a week, he looked like a shell of himself. People said it was a motivation factor. He didn't want to be there. He wanted to wiggle his way out. And I'm, I'm curious if you kind of agree with this, Jack, but for me, it looked like from more from a health standpoint, whether he's on the table as a potential trade piece or not, 
it, it makes sense for the Nets to hold him out, even probably up until the All-Star break, just to get this guy healthy. That's the case. And I will say, one thing I am hearing, he is not happy. So that is truth. But once again, Philly and the general sports media is going to stretch that truth. He's not happy because, think about it, everyone goes through these up and downs in their life. At the current moment, the Nets think they haven't won in multiple weeks. His best two teammates can't even be on the floor with him. So he's an unhappy guy. Is he telling the Nets, I want out, I want out? This is where I cautioned my following this morning. Think about who's spreading this news, right? The, the most important chess piece besides James Harden is Ben Simmons. We know that Windhorse's relationship all began with LeBron James. We know Ben Simmons is tied to the agency. There's just You have to recognize where the things are coming from because, going back to what I said originally, it's all a leverage game. So I agree with you. It, it does come down to the injury. That makes him more unhappy. But there is truth to he at today, he is not currently in his happiest form, which I think everyone's under. Nets fans aren't happy either. So I think it's exactly. fair there. I'm, I'm going to say two things. One, they called me about being Harden's agent. I'm not interested. Two, <laughs> um, there was Tracy Graven, who works with Back Sports Page, who's been covering the NBA for close to 25 years. He broke such great stories like Shaq being traded to Phoenix and other ones. So uh, sent me a text. I, I mentioned it to Rick in the car before. Uh, Brooklyn Nets have proposed a trade to the Philadelphia 76ers based around James Harden and Ben Simmons. The Sixers would receive... James Harden, Patty Mills, the Nets would receive Ben Simmons, Seth Curry, uh, Matias, uh, Tabula, and Andre Drummond. The 76ers declined. Now, my question to you, knowing that Daryl Morey is um, pretty much asking, like, for example, he was like, I'll, I'll give you Ben Simmons, Lakers, I'll give you Ben Simmons, but I want LeBron, Russell Westbrook, and, uh, <laughs> Anthony Davis, uh, I want Magic Johnson, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, just uh, 19 draft picks for Ben Simmons. Okay, that's what we're that's what we're hearing right now from Daryl Morey. He's being sort of like, you know, our guys, the world. Right. Um, I highly doubt. Just like again, the attitude of everybody, and not only that, but I, I, how does Woj not hear about it? Everybody else, like that's the part I don't get. Woj has stooges everywhere. Mm. So, with so with that being said, I, again, I'm skeptical. But you like you just made a very good point out too. The Nets not have not won in weeks, and he has every right to be angry and upset about it. Now, my question to you, and you just made a very interesting point that you know one win before the All Star break won't make a difference. I or so one one win before the trade deadline won't make a difference. Right now, the Nets need a win. A win, one win can change everything because it could start something. Momentum is a very scary that, thing in the NBA. But that could happen in two days, right? And so the the thing that people didn't really read through a lot is, you know, the news I received is that he's not going to play in the game, right, yesterday. But also that there's a reason why. And they believe, the Nets internally believe, in a month, given that New Jersey's lifting the mask mandate, which we know how those things roll, New York's a neighboring state, could that mean the vaccine mandate opens up as the weather gets better? They believe a month from now, six weeks from now, all three of those guys could be back on the floor. And at that point, it's just a goal. Let's get out of the play-in game, even though if they were in the play-in game, they feel comfortable in that spot. But let's get out of the play-in game into a top-six seed. And we have Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, and James Harden. That's what the Nets want. And so they have to listen because – 
James Harden isn't happy because there is the risk that he could leave after the season. That is factual. You know, I, I don't think he necessarily will. I think there is potential smoke. You know, there's fire where there's smoke. But that's the goal. The whole point of trading your future away is to get James Harden in the building to win one championship. And that's why they want to make it through this deadline with all three of those pieces. I want, I want to touch on the Philadelphia side of things because I am not convinced that James Harden, even if this trade does go through or comes to fruition, that James Harden's a great fit in Philadelphia. I mean, if you look at Joel Embiid, I mean, he is a tremendous MVP caliber talent, great in the low post, is able to stretch the floor with the perimeter shooting. But when you look at James Harden, his time in Brooklyn – he really misses the fact that he had a DeAndre Jordan, Nicholas Claxton, who's been out, a rim runner that really Joel Embiid is not. You have Drummond behind him. Those guys, again, are more inside rebounding and B can stretch the floor. I'm not convinced that's even a great fit. And the fact that, uh, you know, you mentioned it, if Kyrie Irving, the mask mandate now and vaccine mandate is very fluid, but changing rapidly in New Jersey and New York State and eventually New York City, those three guys are on the floor. James Harden would frankly be foolish to walk out of this situation. I, Randy and I are as frustrated. The Nets fan base overall is as frustrated as James Harden is with Kyrie Irving in this whole situation. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I, I don't blame him one iota. Even if he wanted to send messages through the media that he's unhappy, not necessarily with maybe Steve Nash, and that's part of it, the rotations, but look at look at what he's got to deal with, with Kyrie being out, all the whole host of injuries, LaMarcus Aldridge, the list goes on and on. The bottom line for me is this is a Daryl Morey being a savvy executive. He's yep. planting the seed not only for this summer to potentially work a sign and trade for Ben Simmons, but he's also trying to drive the trade value up for Ben Simmons, whether that is to another trading partner with a multi-team deal, whether that happens later on this season. Because, again, if, if the impression in the media, sometimes impression is reality, the impression in the media is that the Nets are mulling over a package, including Simmons and either two fifths of the starting five, uh, you know, combination of either Thibault and and Seth Curry or vice versa, or you know, other moving parts. Then other teams are going to maybe pause at that and give up more than they probably should for a guy like Ben Simmons that actually did quit on his team. You know, the the, <laughs> the narrative that I really oppose is the fact that everyone is putting words in James Harden's mouth, that he's demanding a trade, that he's giving up on the team, that things got tough here in Brooklyn, and now he's just looking for an exit strategy. I think this is more Daryl Morey trying to look out for his own, maximize his own trade assets that he has, and reunite with a guy like James Harden, who I don't think would be opposed to that kind of thing. But realistically, I think Harden wants to see, first, if Kyrie's in the fold, how the actual playoffs plan out and whether Sean Marks may even make some small little moves uh, ahead of this trade deadline to improve the team, replace Joe Harris, potentially could be lost for the year and then evaluate after the season. I think that's the more real realistic path to Harden even getting to Philadelphia. I don't know what you think of that, Jack. Okay. Yeah, I, I totally agree. And once again, it's all leverage. It's all here is where does the leverage sit? And like you said, Daryl Morey, he's good at his job. He is very good, whether it's leaking, whether it's offers, whether it's true. He is very good at navigating that landscape. One thing that I don't think is being talked about enough, and we touched on it at the top of the show, is James Harden, it's not a guarantee he leaves, right? This could just be another one of Morey's ploys to potentially get him at the deadline and guarantee him. So that's another thing to just keep an eye out for. What if the Nets re-sign Harden in a sign-in trade? Could they still get Ben in the offseason and make that work, right? So that's the one angle that I think a lot of people are missing. There's a path where, sure, James could go to Philly, 
but they could still end up with all the assets and Brooklyn could t- make a run at the championship. They wouldn't get Thibel. They wouldn't get maybe some picks, but that's okay because it's worth taking the chance while they have those guys. And, and not only that too, you mentioned before that the Nets would not like to be in the play in the, the playing game. You all, Rick and I all know the minute Durant gets back, they may not finish number one or two, but they'll finish three or four. I'm not even considering a playing game at this point. I know it's your job as a fellow member of the media to bring up the playing game from where they are right now. And which, by the way, Rick, I'm looking more and more like a genius when I say the Miami Heat, don't I? I was uh, waiting for I was waiting for you to drop it. We got yeah. Four, well, let me, let me give you one other thing. And this, once again, goes into the leverage bucket and why they want to make it through the deadline. I actually think Ben Simmons is a decent fit for the Nets, right, at some point in time. But this season, let's say they trade for Ben Simmons. I actually do believe that, too. Yeah, what, but what's the guarantee that Ben Simmons has been in the gym? What's the guarantee he's going to mesh in, right? So Kyrie's going to be out for 19 of the next 29 games, right? So at home, you're running out a lineup of Ben Simmons, Ty, or Seth Curry, Nick Clax, right? How about the fact that you might make your two superstars who are committed there long-term super unhappy? Like you say, Randy, once Durant's back, you know, we're going to push into a top three seed. But they could be like they could be deep, and if Durant's injury lingered, they could fall into a really ugly spot if they actually lost James Harden. Well, I'm going to throw something out there with this too. Okay, Kyrie Irving right now is trying to figure out whether the uh, world is flat or circled right now, okay? (laughs) All right, we're still at that point with him. The Nets are not relying on him. If he's playing, it's a bonus. I also think that Kyrie understands at this point, it's still a business, all right? We have to make business decisions. If someone came to you and, and you're driving a Ford Fusion and says, listen, for the same price that you're driving a Ford Fusion, we know that you're loyal to Ford. You're driving a Ford Fusion, but we're going to be able to upgrade you for the same price and give you a Toyota Highlander for the same two hundred something dollars a month. We know you're loyal to the Ford, but this is a this is a great deal. You're you're going to take the the, the, the Ford. I mean, sorry, the Toyota. I mean, you're not going to stay loyal to Ford. You're going to go to Toyota. I just the worst reference I can possibly come up with, but this is what <laughs> I came up with. This this is what came in my head at this time. But listen, at the end of the day, it is a business. And if you have an opportunity to better your team, look, the Nets have a very, the Nets did not go after pieces that's going to help them become a better overall team. They went out and got the best names possible. They bought in the, they re signed Blake Griffin. They bought in LaMarcus Aldridge. They have Kyrie Irving, James Harden, and uh, Kevin Durant. Not even worrying if the chemistry and the continuity of a basketball team is going to work there. One of the reasons why I said the Miami Heat were going to be the number one seed in the, in the Eastern Conference is because they didn't go out and shop the name. They got out and, and shop the need. And the problem is right now, the Nets have no continuity because they are relying on their star's talent to win games. We don't know what, what kind of a coach Steve Nash is. We don't know because his back has never been against the wall. We talk about this team being favored to win a championship. I, I, it's, it's not even a, comp, uh, comp, a competition as far as some of the other teams in the Eastern Conference. I was looking for a better word than competition, so I apologize. <laughs> um, so with that being said, I'm sorry for going off on these little tirades here and there. But right now, I'm going to ask you guys, 24 hours from now, we'll know the answer. I'll start with Jack. 
Is James Harden a member of the Brooklyn Nets? I strongly believe he will be a member of the Brooklyn Nets. They would need – the problem is they need to make an offer to the Nets that is almost undeniable, right? It's not a Ford to a, to a Toyota. It's a Ford to a Lamborghini. And it also needs to give them an opportunity to believe, okay, we'll even be able to make a run this year. We'll definitely be able to make a run next year. And the, the most important factor is, okay – you also have to ask Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, hey, do you want to play with Ben Simmons? Because, like we said, he did quit on his team. He's literally sitting out. He's turned into a bit of a diva in the league. So there's a lot of factors going into it. I say they run it back or continue to run it. And by the deadline, uh, James Harden will still be a Brooklyn net. See, Randy, you should be singing Kumbaya. We're all on the same page here. I, I agree with Jack. I think – Jack, I was so – I was so angry. I'm like, how is this guy writing that hard hard is going to get traded? This is the most. Well, that's what I was explaining is it's Philly. They took it as he's, I just shared what I heard. And that was, they are just holding him out because for one game, it meant nothing to the organization to put him out there because then they do gain that leverage. Mm -hmm. And and just like Jack said, uh, Daryl Morey is good as his job, and so is Sean Marks. That's he is supposed to listen. I mean, again, if they're going to offer a king's ransom for right. James Harden, of course you listen. But as far as them proactively looking, putting him on the trading block, and trying to get no, close with that, I think that kind of mischaracterizes it. So for me, and I want to turn it over to Jack to be able to tell everyone where he can find his work and pr- reporting. But my big thing is, yeah, that would be my concern with Ben Simmons. I see the fit on the court. Is he going to be on the court is the question. I mean, you partner him with a Kyrie Irving, two loose cannons that you don't know day to day. Are they going to be here? Are they going to be there? Where is their Where is their head going to be at? Physically, <laughs> is, is Ben Simmons available? That sounds like a headache. And, and the last thing I want to leave you with is, again, get, Ben Simmons did quit on his team. James Harden, when I was at game five, when he was a shell of himself limping around, trying to just create, even be a – a, a, a decoy against the Bucks to try to give his team some life. It worked in game five. They got blown out in game six. And of course we know uh, a big toe away from advancing in that, you know, in that playoffs. So James Harden did everything he could last year. And I know he's gotten knocked for his playoff performances, but the reason the Nets got ousted last year was because of injuries because of Kyrie, of course, in game three, Harden early in the series, and then comes back a shell of himself. They really haven't had a true run at this thing with those three guys healthy and on the court. And I think at the very least, the fans deserve it. And everyone at large deserves a chance to see what these guys can really do if they stay healthy. And I know that's a big if, especially with Kyrie in the middle of the situation. So, And Jack, I'll throw something else here at to you too. Um, you know, the Nets are, the Nets and the and Lakers did communicate with each other about a move for Kyrie. Uh, that, would, that would have really just shaken up the whole NBA by putting Kyrie back with LeBron and, you know, Russell Westbrook back with Harden and Durant, which for, for the, for the sake of a movie that get the popcorn, right? Ladies yeah. and gentlemen, that would have been, uh, that would have been great. Um, but right now I just, I don't see how the, the Nets can make any, uh, real moves, just salary cap wise. And, and I know there's always a deal out there for something, but it's the, what's out there for them right now is not a deal that's going to help them. I think it's just a deal that'll put them in a worse situation. Jack, let everybody know where they can find it. We, we, I, we promised to 10 to 15 minutes. We're on 20 now. So where can everybody find your work? No worries. Yeah. At Jack Settlement, Twitter, Instagram, and then Snapback Sports on all platforms. I appreciate both of you for having me. This was awesome. And by, by the we way, appreciate I, you coming on. And by the way, 
I, I cannot say enough great things about the fact that there's a Rocky Balboa poster behind <laughs> Jack as we speak, which was one of my favorite movies. So, um, Jack, and Jack knows the speech I'm talking about from that particular movie that I'm talking about. So, so guys, thanks very much, guys. You've been listening to the Nets Insider, uh, courtesy of backsportspage.com. Of course, go to netsinsider.com, backsportspage.com. Uh, Rick Lachlan can be found with the Nets Insider on Backsports Page. Buckle up, ladies and gentlemen. Trade deadline, 24 hours away. Let's uh, kick back and enjoy it. Guys, thanks for the time today. We'll check back tomorrow.